What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome back to the Built on Bitcoin podcast, where we cover all the innovation happening across Bitcoin, talking to the, directly to the builders and the founders, building the future on Bitcoin. I am your humble host, Jacob Brown, but you'll see me around as Jake Blockchain. And this is a This Week in Bitcoin episode. You know what it is. So we're covering everything I saw over the past week or so across Bitcoin, Stacks, Lightning, RSK, and Blockstream. So there's a ton to cover in these past 10 days or so that I saw. Most of it is around ordinals, but that's the big topic of the week. There's a ton of other stuff going on. So let's just jump right in. And first, just to hit you with some stats. Uh, ordinals, as of when I recorded this, there's over 91,000 inscriptions done. So they're closely hitting that 100K number. It felt like it was only like three, four days ago, there was less than 10K. So it just exploded. There's been a ton of innovation happening so, so fast. Uh, I got some numbers from the two bigger platforms I've seen to mint them. If you don't want to run your own node, these are two days old. So take it with a grain of salt, two, three days old. Uh, Ordinal's bot has over 6,000 inscriptions done through their service. And Gamma has over 2,000. But again, take that with a grain of salt. This is three, two, three days old. Also, Maxi's angered, 1,069. So I think that's pretty much all of them. So they're all pissed off and crying in a corner. But people are still going to innovate, create stuff. So if you haven't seen yet, Ordinals is this new crazy thing where you can inscribe data onto the Bitcoin blockchain by attaching it to a single Satoshi. And with that, that Satoshi becomes forever holding that piece of data. And so a Satoshi is one one millionth of a Bitcoin. And since there's roughly 21 million Bitcoin in existence, minus some that got lost and locked in Satoshi's wallet, there's a gaggle of Satoshis to be used for inscriptions. So a lot of room to, to build off of this from. But the thing that we've seen the most is that Stacks builders specifically, Stacks dev teams, have jumped on the opportunity to build tooling for ordinals. So the two big ones I saw was the Satoshables team built ordinalsbot.com, which was a, the first one to hit the market, made it dead simple. You don't have to run your lightning node, no bunch of code. You just upload a picture, pay the fee, and it ends up in the wallet you choose. And then a couple of days later, Gamma came out with their own thing. If you go to gamma.io slash ordinals, you'll see it. And their workflow is super nice. It comes with compression, takes a lot of the legwork off of this. So shout out to the Stacks teams uh, innovating. On that note, I've seen a ton of wallet infrastructure and marketplace stuff kind of bubbling, but none of it's really hit the market yet. So I'm not going to drop any names of stuff that I've seen until next week when I expect some of that to ship. But uh, builders are going super, super hard on ordinals and they're building incredibly fast. So it's, it's pretty exciting to see. So that's kind of in the, in the Bitcoin main chain camp. Continuing down that line, this isn't exactly directly Bitcoin related, but it is big news. The SEC has been going hard in the past week. And the main one they did was they find Kraken which is one of the oldest exchanges in the game, for having a product that was an unregistered security. So specifically, their staking product 
Uh, I guess the way they were managing funds behind the scenes made it security. So they said, we're not going to fight it. And they got fined. Uh, there's been some stuff today going on, potentially. So it's hard to keep up. But the SEC is really going hard on staking and stable coins, it looks like. So something to be aware of. And then one more in the Bitcoin main chain space, Interlay released their V2 white paper for their new V2 of their bridging platform. So I haven't been following this super closely. Uh, I've been aware of Interlay, you know, over the past few months, they have a V1 product that's been out for a while. They build decentralized trustless bridge tech, uh, mostly on Kusama, which is like a extension of the Polkadot blockchain. But uh, as far as I know, they have some of the best decentralized trustless tech in the game. And they're super focused on Bitcoin specifically. So with this new white paper, they're laying out their spec for V2, which brings AMM kind of Uniswap style swapping with also lending and borrowing attached to a deep liquidity protocol. So much more full featured. So if they can do that and keep it decentralized and trustless, that sounds super incredible. So I'm going to try and get the founder on the podcast soon. But that just dropped today, that white paper. So if you want to check it out, see what some of the latest tech is on bridging and trustlessness, it'll be down below in the description. All right, moving right on, we're going to jump in to Stacks. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. We all know Bitcoin is for the innovators, the revolutionaries, and the builders looking to build a better world for themselves and for the next generation. We also know the saying, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time is right now. The same thing applies to building on Bitcoin. If you want to come build with the most active developer community building new use cases for Bitcoin, then it's time you make the leap to learning Clarity. Clarity is the Stacks smart contract programming layer, which enables us to work on DeFi, smart contracts, and so much more, all built with the safety and security that comes with Bitcoin. Start today by going to start.stacks.org. Start.stacks.org has a five-step journey that will take you from complete Stacks novice to teaching you clarity all the way to finding a job with a Web3 Stacks startup. Don't wait another month, year, or decade waiting to get involved in the Bitcoin ecosystem. Start building on Bitcoin today. Go to start.stacks.org to start learning and building today. Thank you to my sponsor, as always. So jumping into what's what's going on in Stacks, a lot of it has come around BNS and Ordinals. So the first one is OrdiSwap, which is a Stacks developer named Hank created a trustless way to swap Ordinals between two users with the currency as Stacks. So this is a flip on the uh, LN swap, which allows you to swap tokens trustlessly um but now you can do it with ordinals and the thing to note here is that stx is the current currency but with sptc coming in the next six to 12 months swapping stx out for sptc is trivial so really look at the way that you could use that tech and then swap out stx for sptc that's how you would really see this be uh, a powerful use case. So really cool to see this in action. And again, like Stacks builders are shipping super, super fast. Ordinals have been a thing for really a week and a half, two weeks tops. So 
it's crazy to see how much stuff's already been built. All right, next up, BNS names. So, you know, the dot BTC names we see everywhere. It's this global DID attached to a global ledger. Uh, they've been working behind the scenes to make it easier to connect lightning addresses to your dot BTC. So there's a standard that's been coming online called lightning address. You can go to lightningaddress.com and check it out. And basically what it allows you to do is you connect your lightning, uh, your long kind of like ugly key that you can't even decipher and you can attach it to a basic, uh, what looks like an email address. So it might be, for me, it might be jakeblockchain at fountain.fm, which is the lightning powered uh, podcasting app. Or it could be uh, atlas at zbd.gg. That's one of the other lightning gaming as a service uh, providers. So a person can use that domain and they can offer uh, you an add your prefix to it. And all they do is type in that address and then it sends the lightning to the right person, the lightning invoice or payment. Makes it dead simple. So BNS, btc.us now allows you to do that same thing with a .btc. So it could be jakeblockchain at btc.us, which is huge. So if you want to check it out, it's still early. It's working, works for me, but they're working out some kinks to make the front end uh, super locked in. It, it was a little wonky when I first tried it. I had to hit, hit support for some help. But uh, if you go to btc.us slash lightning, you can, you can check it out. All right, next up, there's a ton of startups coming out of the Web3 Startup Lab or what's now called the BTC Startup Lab. And uh, but also just builders coming in in general and just kind of popping up because this is the potential in stacks. And one of those is Hermetica, which just hit testnet today. And they're building a Bitcoin-focused yield product focused around covered calls, which I don't know what that means exactly. I'm not a finance guy, but it's some kind of strategy to trade against. And you can, you can with their product, you lock up your stacks. And then for a certain amount of time, it'll do their trading strategy. And then you can get a benefit on the premium as a yield in BTC. That's my understanding of it. So that's on testnet today. Uh, looks like a strong team. So someone to watch. And then last but not least for the stacks, this is probably the most exciting for me. The hero team announced some big updates coming later this week. Some of them might be a little longer, but the big ones are coming. They're on testnet right now and they should be lost on mainnet by the end of the week. So they're integrating Bitcoin, native Bitcoin, into the Hero Wallet. So now you can send and receive Bitcoin from all supported Bitcoin addresses. There's like three or four main varieties and they're all supported Hero. Testnet right now, mainnet coming soon. Second, they're gonna allow sending BTC to your .BTC. So you can use your BS, BNS name to send and receive Bitcoin and not have to copy and paste and send and hopefully it's going to the right wallet you'll just know and then finally they're adding ordinals support directly in the wallet so you'll be able to spin out a taproot address inscribe something and then have it sent in that little collection and you could see your stacks nfts and your ordinals all in one place and one more thing they announced is something they call bitcoin web 3 which is a portal that will showcase all the things in your wallet on a nice, clean web interface. So kind of like how you might go to gamma.io and they have the showcase section where you can put certain NFTs 
on your page. And if you go to gamma.io slash a username, I think that's how it works. Uh, you'll see the ones that that person put as their favorite NFTs. So it'll be something like that, where you'll go to a certain domain and it will showcase your ordinals and your stacks NFTs side by side in a beautiful layout. So huge, huge, huge. Uh, finally, finally, you know, I've been in stacks for a year and a half now. It's really starting to feel like Bitcoin layer and not just, a, you know, alternative coin that is attached to Bitcoin in a unique way. So I always believed in the vision, but uh, now it's really coming to life. So it's exciting to see. So shout out to all the Stacks devs working super hard behind the scenes to bring it all to life. All right. Jumping in to Lightning, which is crazy because Lightning has been the thing I talked the most about for the past few months, really, because that's where most of the action has been happening. And now it's more in stacks and Bitcoin. So let's fucking go. Um, but yeah, some interesting things on Lightning. Capacity hit an all-time high, a new all-time high. So there was 5,507 BTC, just the latest peak I saw. Uh, so that's exciting. And then some other things I saw across the board. MASH, which is a browser extension, that lets you, it's a wallet for one, but two, it allows builders to add a small piece of JavaScript code and they can token gate or block certain things unless you pay a lightning invoice. So if I want to hide my email, unless you pay five cents or lock a whole page of content, um, unless you pay, you know, 25 cents, like go see with the New York Times or Business Insider, they'll say, you can't read this article unless you pay us, you know, 10 bucks a month for a BS subscription. It's like, I don't want to pay 10 bucks for your subscription. I want the one article. Let me pay 25 cents and just read it. So MASH allowed you to block certain parts of content, but they didn't have a full page uh, product that you can like lock a whole page and have it unlock. Now they do. So with this new functionality, uh, when you have the browser extension, it's dead simple. You don't kind of pull your phone out. You're not scanning anything. You're just clicking a button and it's going to pull some stats out of your wallet that you've stored. You just treat it like a hot wallet. You know, you put five bucks in there, that can treat you for a while because these things are so cheap and the transaction fees are so low. So MASH, what they call uh, page revealers, that was just announced. So super, super hype. Uh, I'm very excited for Lightning really as an extension in the browser. I think that's where it's going to be very useful uh, in the real world for payments, but a button I can click connected to a hot wallet that has some throwaway money, I think it's going to be huge. All right, uh, next up, Damis, which is the Noster Twitter clone. They have been continuing heavy Lightning integration inside the app. They're, they're really kind of buddy-buddy. And soon they'll allow tipping sats directly on posts inside Damis. So you'll just scroll through Twitter. If you want to tip someone a penny for that cool post, that, that'll be there. So I think there's uh, some very interesting things going on between Damus and Twitter, because Damus is doing the things that really could set Twitter apart when it comes to these micro payments and integrating Lightning. All right, on that same on that same tip, kind of connecting Lightning to something that's already existing. Wordle was that game that went crazy last year. Uh, they now have a version with Noster and Lightning called Cowdle, where you can earn some BTC for playing this game that I've never played, but everyone goes crazy for. All right, and then last on the Lightning list, Breeze is a startup that raised a bunch of money recently. 
and they're trying to build Lightning as a service. So they're making it dead simple to offer Lightning across any like, entity or product you might need. They just launched their SDK to, for de developers to make it dead simple to integrate Lightning in a non-custodial way into your application. So it's powered by Blockstream's green light behind the scenes. And I believe this is a hosting service that abstracts most of the hard parts with running a Lightning node and allows you to just connect some API endpoints and uh, but it still run in a non-custodial way as far as the end user goes. So pretty cool balance of, you know, both things that people want. Um, so yeah, that's, that's super cool to see. I'm excited to see more of this stuff get taken off the shoulders of developers as far as like learning new tech and they can just plug in things and make the payment rails better and better and better. So very, very cool. All right, last two, RSK and Blockstream. Uh, RSK Sovereign had a huge rebrand. So if you haven't been following my, my uh, podcast for too long, Sovereign, I talk about a lot with RSK. This is really the biggest thing on RSK, the biggest DeFi protocol across the Bitcoin ecosystem. And uh, they just announced their huge rebrand. So the website's been totally revamped. And with that rebrand, they announced a new Bitcoin-backed stablecoin called Dollar. D-L-L-R. And so it's decentralized, censorship-resistant, backed by Bitcoin. Uh, it's over-collateralized, so it's, it's safe in that way. Uh, they have a whole blog post about it. I won't go into too much detail here. You can check that below if you're interested. All right, and then last but not least, Blockstream. So a couple updates from Blockstream. Uh, Adam Back posted a Twitter thread laying out some of his thinking and some math on how he believes that Bitcoin could get to a $200 trillion market cap by 2032, which if that's not bullish, I don't know what the heck is. Uh, so you can check out that Twitter thread. And then the Jade wallet, which is their hardware wallet, it's also very cheap. It's like $70. Uh, they have a new firm, firmware upgrade, which brings some small to medium-sized kind of quality of life upgrades. Um, things like faster passphrase entry, a new wallet login sequence, so you can switch wallets much faster if you want to hold multiple. Uh, some new workflow to sign messages with QR codes and a few others. So cool to see all this good stuff on Bitcoin. I'm starting to get winded, so I'm going to jump off now. But let me hear your thoughts. Drop, drop the comments below if you're on YouTube or hit me up on Twitter at Jake Blockchain. Uh, if you're listening to this, on the podcast format and you're not listening on Fountain, what the heck are you doing? Like, just do it. If you're a Bitcoiner, you got to be using Fountain. It integrates with Lightning. You can send me some love if you want to. No pressure, but please do it. And yeah, so Ordinals is crazy. Bitcoin is popping again. The Maxis are dead. And uh, yeah, so we'll just keep on building. It's starting to feel like it's not a bear market anymore. So super exciting times. Yeah. That's all I got. Love y'all. Till next time. Peace. Welcome to Built on Bitcoin. I know that things don't always go your way, but I'll be right here waiting. I've been waiting now. I've been trying to figure out a way to make it out.